0: It's your Daily Dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, June 6th, and we have a fun episode ahead of us because so many things are happening in the reality landscape, in the pop culture world today. Well, this week. This week, I feel like, is the culmination. It's like, it's the end of school year. It's the finals. You know, like all the kids are are doing their end of school year parties. My kid finished his baseball team. He had his baseball championship. And then we're wrapping up these three big shows that we've been, you know, talking about for the last few months. So it feels like kind of a weird, it's kind of crazy that I'm going out of town actually at the end of this week. It's almost like I planned it. Like I'm going to be here through the finales of Summer House, Jersey, and uh, and um, Vanderpump, of course. And then I'm going to skedaddle come on back soon. Welcome in for anyone here on YouTube. I am so grateful you're here. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for hitting the like button. You can turn on the bell. You guys, the support of those like buttons and just even a comment to say, hey, Dee, hey, Donna, here today, whatever. It always helps. And then, of course, on the podcast side, anytime you leave a five-star review, I'm sorry, five-star rating or a review that says anything, anything, It helps the show so much. And on TikTok, welcome. I've got people from South Africa. I got people from all over the country over here watching on TikTok. So I love it. I love it. A question on TikTok says, who is she looking at? So I'm going to be really clear about this for anyone that is new here on the TikTok side or watching on the YouTube side. I believe in marketing. Okay. I come from a marketing and branding background. This is what I do. I still help other people grow and grow and build their own brands and content online. So when I decided to do this podcast, it started just on the audio side. I just was doing the podcast. And then I decided, wait, maybe I should add TikTok Live. So I would do the podcast with TikTok Live. And it grew so much. And then I decided to throw it up onto YouTube as well. Now, I'm not on YouTube Live. I throw the the video up afterwards when I have a chance to upload it and everything. But this idea of having a TikTok audience, a YouTube audience, and then the audio audience is really good if you're trying to grow your own podcast. I know this has nothing to do with pop culture, but if you do want to grow your own podcast, you know I have clients. I work with a lot of people. I produce a lot of podcasts. You can always reach out to me via Instagram or my you know, email me. It's all, every link is everywhere. So don't you worry. Blessed be the fruit. Oh my God. I love it. Um, May the Lord open. Before I get into today's stories, I've got a got a lot of stories. Hey, celeb fail. I have uh, my sponsor of this show of Daily Dose of Donna is Ilia Wines. Ilia is a wine company produced in Spain. These, bo- these are bottled in Spain. They're beautiful, drinkable, amazing wines. Now, I am not drinking this week because I had that wedding weekend over the weekend, and I was like – it was a little too much for me, if you know what I mean. Like, whoo. Woo, So I've got to take it easy because I'm getting on a on a red eye on Saturday night business class baby to go to Israel and you know I'm gonna be drinking a lot, I'm sure on my trip in Greece. I'm gonna be traveling around Greece drinking what do they drink in Greece again? What do they drink in Greece? Um what is it called? Like what's the Greece? Uh, shout out. Hey Jeff Lewis obsessed. I forget what the Greek like drink is. Ouzo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm going to Israel for 10 days, and then I'm going to Greece for seven days. I'm going to be traveling with my entire family. You guys, it's going to be crazy. We're starting off in Tel Aviv, which is like the cool, fun city. We're heading to Haifa to see my 97 year old grandmother, who we haven't seen in 10 years. Big deal. And then that's where my family was born Haifa. My mom was born in Haifa. We're going to Jerusalem. We're going to the Dead Sea. Then we're back in Tel Aviv, and then we head on over. Over to Athens and a few other small islands. We're not doing like the Mykonos and the Santorini's because we only have seven days and we just don't have like the amount of time and we're with young kids. It's like too much traveling. Also, I've heard from those of you that travel that the whole like in Greece, the Santorini Mykonos of it all is insanely crowded and touristy and like over the top. And that's not really the vibe. I want to see like Mamma Mia. I want to see it, but I don't want to be in that kind of craziness. Um, But yes, I will bring you guys along if you follow over on Instagram, especially on Instagram stories. I will story every single day, I promise. And then of course on TikTok, I will try my hardest to show up as much as possible. And I'll see what I can do on YouTube, okay? I'm I'm only human and I'm going to be jet lagged and I'm going to have an eight and a 10 year old with me. So thank you. Thank you for understanding. Guys, we have so much to talk about today. And thank you for following over on TikTok. Everyone that follows, I big love for you guys. Okay, few big stories before I get into Summer House. So Real Housewives of OC premieres Wednesday. I didn't talk about that that much yesterday because I wasn't aware that it was this Wednesday. And it's right, it's in two days. And tomorrow, tomorrow is Wednesday already. So you know me and Tamara Judge, love her. Actually, Tamra Judge is honestly one of the nicest people ever. Lance calls her Tamara Jordan, um, but she's so sweet. And so, of course, I'm going to support and watch the show. Um, my feelings about Real Houses of OC have definitely dipped in the last couple seasons, probably just like all of you guys. I am not into it, don't care for it that much. But now that Tamra's back, I'm hoping it's going to be better. But just like Sarah just said, I can't wait for OC, but the for- first – Seven minutes seemed boring. Yes, they, re- they released the first seven minutes of the show um, on bravotv.com and I watched it. The first scene is a very bland Blasville scene with Tamara and Eddie and her mom and I think it's just kind of to like update us to see where we are with Tamara since it's been a while. She did have one funny line. She said, the last time I was on the show, I was in a bush. And I didn't want to leave the show that way. I thought that was kind of funny because if you remember a couple seasons ago, she like was hiding in a bush, freaking out. Um, I think it's just to set the scene that now she lives back in her old house with Eddie. Their daughter lives with them. Their mom, her mom lives with them. We're talking about her mom having sex. Like it's a little bit of a weird scene. Not going to lie. But I do think Tamara will spice it up, just like Lourdes said, t- too. Oh, my God. So funny. Jeff Lewis says Sarah says, I don't want to see Tamara and Eddie talk about Costco pizzas. Neither do I. Oh, my God. What do you mean? My love for Miko said, I just saw her in a bush yesterday. You saw Tamara in a bush yesterday? Bless me the bush, celeb fail. Oh, gosh. This is so funny. And then they go on to another scene. Now, remember, when they shot this season, Shannon Bador and uh, and Tamra Judge had still not made up. And so Shannon is on a hike with Gina, not Gina, Emily, um, because I can never remember which one is Gina and which one is Emily. They look nothing alike, but they literally are so um, – I don't want to be mean. Just like – okay? If you're watching the video version, you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, awesome. So – So, um, so this is the craziest part of the entire scene. They're talking about Tamara. They're talking about their daughter, Shannon's daughters, how she's going to school and whatever. But Emily drinks. Now, hold on one second, you guys. I hope you're aware this, this, this may make you want to die and vomit. Emily drinks from a cup that the dog, the big golden retriever dog, Archie, had just drank from. And then she takes the cup to her mouth. I see I seriously don't know if I can even think about it. Now, listen, Emily is under the impression that a dog's mouth is the cleanest mouth, cleaner than a human mouth. I will tell you, I have a dog named Murphy. Murphy has been known to eat everything, including other animal feces, okay? I will never let Murphy lick my mouth. I don't understand the people that do. I think it's disgusting. To drink from a cup that a big dog, you know, those big golden retriever dogs when they, when they, um, when they drink, it's like, like the slobber goes right back into that cup to take that cup and to put it to your mouth is a crime. It's a crime against humanity. And Bravo should have given us a trigger warning. It should have given us a sensor warning. Do not try this at home. I don't understand how this woman has kids. Emily, uh, she's an, she's a lawyer. She's intelligent. I I can't imagine she watched that and felt good about her decisions, you guys. Okay. But then they talk about, like, Tamara a little bit. It seemed bore, snort. You know why I know it was boring? Because while it was on on my computer, I was on TikTok on my phone. Seven minutes into the first scene of the next Real Houses of OC. That concerns me. You can only release the first seven minutes of any show if you know it's going to be good. For example, like some of the Vanderpumps that we got the first seven minutes of, we got like Raquel buying the, the lightning necklace. We got like good stuff, right? This was not good. This was a boring, boring, boring couple scenes. So we'll have to see how that goes. Now let's switch gears. Let's switch gears into the Vanderpump land because we are... We're 48 hours away from knowing the 36 hours from knowing the big secret. Okay. The five minute, last five minute secret that everyone is going to be tuning into and probably will be incredibly disappointed. Unless Raquel is going to say, I have something to say. I am a man. Now, if Raquel comes out as transgender or like maybe Raquel is used to be like yeah she's a she's transgender or she is planning to now transition into a man or something like that like unless it's something that big nothing's going to shock us at this point i made a joke this morning on um tiktok that Because I had a TikTok a a few weeks ago about Greg, the guy, the partner in Schwartz and Sandy's that hated Tom and Tom, that he's actually the true hero of the season because he saw right through Tom Sandoval the entire time. And then this morning I was like on TikTok, what if Raquel slept with Greg? And the comments are so funny because most people are like, who's Greg? And one comment said, Greg from Succession, which cracked me up because if you guys watch Succession, you definitely will know. (laughs) Greg from Succession, cousin Greg, and I just laugh so hard. Can you imagine the news is that Raquel slept with cousin Greg from Succession? Um, it's going to be dull. I agree. I don't think anything is going to be that exciting. Um, okay, Stassi, famous Stassi from the first few seasons of, um, of what's it called, um. Hello Vanderpump Rules seasons one through I think seven she was on I can't remember now she had a podcast straight up with Stassi this is her weekly podcast which I don't really listen to I have to be honest and I don't mind Stassi but I'm just kind of not you know. There's a lot to listen to these days. That's why I'm so grateful for everyone that shows up to my to my videos, watches my videos, and listens to this podcast. Because it's like there's a lot going on out there. Stassi had, uh, I believe it was Taylor Strecker on her show. That is, uh, it's a long story, but Taylor Strecker's on tour with her as well. She's also a podcast host, and she said that Schwartz came over to visit her daughter, and she hadn't seen Schwartz in five months. Now, remember, she crashed. Katie Maloney and Tom Schwartz honeymoon in Tahiti years ago. I think this was like during the COVID time. I can't remember exactly when it was, but she crashed it. And so she's very close with Katie. I believe she still is very close with Katie and Schwartz. I would imagine they still have a relationship. And so Schwartz came over and Stassi basically said like, you gotta take the loss on this one. You have to realize that this guy, Sandy, is making you look awful. He's bringing you down. I mention your name at my shows and my audience who likes me, booze me. People don't like Schwartz, right? People don't like Schwartz. And it's mostly, I mean, a lot of it is his own doing, but it all ties back to Sandy and Sandoval, right? So Stassi was like, you gotta finally decide to like cut ties. Do you think Tom Schwartz will cut ties with Sandoval in any way? And also, did you guys watch Stars on Mars? this is the best thing. I don't know if Lance is here. My husband Lance watches the, um, oh, my husband Lance watches the, uh, the, the show. Hold on. I have to just text my mom because she'll keep calling me. Um, and she, hold on, um, recording. I'll call you in a few. Okay. So, um, so, Tom Schwartz was on that show Stars on Mars last night and Lance Oh wait, you watched it Lance? Oh no, you're just here. So Lance at dinner, we were so tired you guys yesterday we were celebrating my son's birthday and we were sitting at dinner and my kids love Young Sheldon. We're obsessed with Young Sheldon as a family. We watch it every single night. And um so last night Oliver's like, "Can we watch Young Sheldon tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah." And Lance is like, "What about this new show? It's called Stars on Mars." And I was like, "Do you think the kids are going to be into it?" So, do you guys like it. Have you watched it? Should we watch it? I'm personally not interested in any network reality shows for the most part. I know that you guys are into big brother, but I'm like, if it's not on a Bravo type of, or like Netflix, I feel like it's kind of boring. Um, (laughs) my boys love watching Real Housewives with me. They love Real Housewives. So what's it about? Notes for Angela asks, oh, Stars on Mars was not good. I, apparently it's about a bunch of different stars, you know, reality stars, plus like some actresses and, you know, those kind of stars. It's like the dancing with the stars lists that goes on, um, I guess like Mars simulation. I have no idea. We'll have to watch. Okay. So, um, so that was on last night. I hope for Schwartz's sake, like I feel for Schwartz. Now, I said something a long time ago about Schwartz and I still think about him all the time. And please, please understand my humor when I say this, but I will bring this up again. If you have watched Making a Murderer, it is a documentary on HBO. It was one of the first like of these true crime documentaries that we are all obsessed with probably 10 years ago. Making a Murderer, it was so good. And it was about this like, really, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was, um, you know, he went to jail for this crime, uh, for killing someone, but they didn't actually have like full evidence, but it was kind of here. He said, she said, I think it was Steven something. What was his name? Anyway, his nephew, Brendan Dassey (laughs) got asked to come into the police station and got interrogated by police. And the nephew was not a very intelligent guy, like IQ wise. And so he, oh, Stephen Avery. Thank you guys so much. Stephen, a- that's why I love TikTok. They're like my little fact checkers over here. Stephen Avery and then his his nephew Brendan Dassey, and he was 16 years old, and he came in, and the police, like the jerks that they are, basically essentially turned him into committing um or or admitting that he committed a crime that he didn't commit. I mean, I'm convinced he didn't commit it, right? When I think of Tom Schwartz, I think of Brendan Dassey. Because I feel like Tom Schwartz is so, like, what was what was I going to say? Like, he's so um, easily swayed and easily pushed. And, like, he, if he's in the right room with the right people asking the right questions, like, he'll just admit to anything. I feel like Tom Schwartz will probably just, malleable is a great word, Lance. Yes. <laughs> Racist, slow adult. Well, I you know, gullibles. Great words, you guys. Easily manipulated. Manipulatable. <laughs> Spineless. Oh my gosh, you guys are awesome. I love it. We'll have to see what green light, green light actually meant. Okay. Let's talk really fast about Summer House because this is, for those of you that don't watch Summer House, and I know that Summer House is not as popular as Band of Pump Rules, but it is a definitely popular show. I was very, very frustrated watching the final reunion last night. Like, Actually, is there another one or was last night the last? Oh no, they took a shot. They were done. I was so frustrated. Andy Cohen, who I normally love, right? Andy Cohen, whom I normally love, and I don't mind him doing the reunions. I actually like watching him doing reunions. Andy Cohen picked the wrong side of history in last night's summer house reunion. And I wanna know from you guys what. Why? What is going on, really? Does Andy Cohen hate Lindsay? So essentially, just to give you the five-minute background on this, the backstory, Carl and Lindsay are a couple. They're engaged. They got engaged on the show, and they've been on the show as friends for seven-plus years. They've both been, you know, up and down Lindsay is mostly hated by all the other girls on the other side of the couch, whatever. Meanwhile, the other girls, they hate Lindsay, no matter what Lindsay does. Lindsay can literally save a cat from a burning tree or, like, from a burning home, or she can literally, like you know, give CPR and, and save someone and they'll still find a reason and call her out. They hate her. And it's so annoying to watch when they cannot move on, right? And so these girls who we call the sore sisters because they live in their bed, just hate Lindsay no matter what. But the whole big drama yesterday was that Danielle, who used to be very good friends with Car- Carl and Lindsay, got really butt hurt the season because she wasn't included in the engagement. Carl, not Lindsay, you guys, made the decision that he was going to have the um that he was going to propose to Lindsay. Now you guys remember men who propose to their fiance girlfriends usually don't include the fiance in the proposal. So this was a Carl decision. Carl made the decision to not include Danielle because she was very close in aligning with the girls that hate his future wife. It Makes sense, right? He wanted, he did this for the girl that he wanted to marry. That was his priority. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if I'm kind of beefing with someone, I don't care about our history, but if I'm beefing with someone right now and I feel like they don't have my back and they're kind of aligning with girls that I know hate me, I would assume that my husband wouldn't involve her into something that. Was really important for me. So, yesterday they're breaking this whole story down, and Andy Cohen shut Lindsay down multiple times. Okay. He shut her down multiple times and he kept trying to kind of promote Danielle. Like, Lindsay, don't you see why Danielle would have been hurt? Don't you see why Danielle did? But Danielle said, I'm sorry. But Danielle, okay. Just to give you guys the heads up, Danielle went to the engagement party. Drunk as a skunk, and went to multiple people. I'm saying five plus people that were at the engagement party that were not on the show, just close friends of Lindsay's and Carl's to complain about the fact that she wasn't included, to cry about the fact that she wasn't included, to make it all about her. And for whatever reason, Andy just was like, but she apologized. She apologized. I don't care what she did after the fact. She effed up, and though like Danielle was like, I didn't think it was going to be so featured on the show. I thought I was like in the back of a bush. You're mic'd, be you're mic'd, and you're on a reality show. What do you mean you didn't think you were going to be on the show? Everyone's mic'd. It was an insane like watching it back last night frustrated me so much, and I was like, this is this is one of those feelings when you're like. I felt so bad for Lindsay because I'm sitting there. All these girls hate her. Now, Lindsay is problematic. Trust me. I don't think she's perfect. I think Lindsay has issues too. And she is difficult, which is why she's a great reality star. Okay. But it was very hard for me to watch because I felt like her side of the story could not be validated. It was only Danielle's side of the story. Like Danielle was the poor victim and Lindsay was the bad one. I didn't like it at all. And Carl, Carl had this crazy emotional scene or moment with Kyle because Kyle has formed, like his best friend of so many years, essentially had to apologize for calling him out for being kind of like high on drugs in the years past. Now, Carl is sober. I just want you guys to understand something. And I'm saying this 100%. Honestly, I am someone that I would consider myself a social drinker. I go out on the weekends and I drink. Okay. When I'm we're out with my husband, when I'm out at dinner, when I'm with my friends, whatever, I'm not someone that drinks wine every night. I'm not someone that drinks at home alone, but I go out and I drink. It's very hard not to. And I don't have a problem. Right. It's very hard to go to a party or to go to a friend's house or go to a dinner and not order wine when you want to. The fact that Carl. Has gotten sober on a show that is all about drinking while he was working for an alcohol company. I don't think we're giving this enough credit. It is insanely challenging for to do what Carl does, right? And has done has done. And so he is insanely, um, you know, I think it's under like he's under uh, appreciated essentially for what he's done. Now, that being said, he had this really emotional moment. And in that scene, Andy cried. In that scene, Andy felt really bad for him, but he didn't feel bad for Lindsay. And I found that kind of interesting. He in fact yelled at Lindsay at one point. Did you notice that? He yelled at Lindsay. Sorry. I did two workouts this morning, one being a hot yoga where you literally pour water out of your body. So very thirsty on these days. Um, meanwhile, let's talk Paige and Sierra and Maya. Paige, who I actually kind of like in certain respects, is absolutely awful to watch on the show. Awful. She is a mean girl they are, they are all mean girls. And if anyone is watching the show and connects more with the page side, I personally, I think that you're probably a little bit of a mean girl yourself. I really do. I don't think it's easy. Like if you've ever been in a situation where you've had a bunch of girls that like, don't like you and have been mean to you, it's impossible to be to watch Paige and Sierra and Maya and feel like they are in the right. It is so triggering. It reminds me of that scene, and I've talked about this scene before on Real Houses of Beverly Hills, where they were in Mammoth and everyone went after Sutton in that living room in Kyle's Mammoth house and everyone was going after her and no one was standing up for her. It, to me, feels, yes, the word is triggering. I know that as an overusing overused word, but it felt so, um like – like ganging up. And yes, Lindsay is a tough chick. Like she can take it. I can't take it. I mean, that's why I'm not on a reality show though. Cause I'd probably just cry the whole time, but I didn't like it. And I am i uh, I'm a fan of the underdog. I have always been a fan of the underdog. I'm always rooting for the one who doesn't have all of the, you know, all of the friends and all of the money and all of the followers and all of the popularity. And so I really didn't like it. I didn't like it and I don't like it. And I think that for someone like, for a for someone like Andy to see that kind of behavior all against Lindsay and like accept it and just kind of laugh at it and just be cool with it. He's done this before. Um, and I love Andy Cohen. Trust me, I love Andy Cohen. I just, I'm starting his book, Daddy Diaries right now. I had a hard time with it. So if I, someone just asked, how would you recast? Well, if I had to recast Summer House, I would do this. I would bring back Sam, the new girl, Gabby, the new girl, Corey, Sam's boyfriend, and that's it. And then I would bring all new young people. I would, I would bring all new young people. I think Lindsay and Carl have no place on Summer House anymore. In fact, if they say yes to another season of Summer House, I'm embarrassed for them. Like, why? Please buy. Paige, Sierra, and Maya don't, well, definitely Maya brings nothing to the table. Like, buy Maya. And Paige and Sierra are mean girls. And I I think Paige is really, really good at other things, but I don't know if this is her best, like, placement. I don't even think she likes being at the summer house. I think she should just be with Craig somewhere, like do a show separately with Craig. And then Amanda and Kyle should not be on the show anymore. Kyle is way too old to be on that show. It's embarrassing now. If you want to do like a couples show, I guess you could do like a show about Kyle and Amanda and uh, Craig and Paige and um, Carl and Lindsay. Like who's watching it? It's, it also reminds me a little bit of, um, you know, Lala was on uh, – her Amazon live and someone had brought up the rumor, like, is the rumor that they're going to do a spinoff about just like the girls and something about her. And she's like, who wants to watch that? Honestly, who wants to watch a show about like four girls killing it? Like, no. We need we need messy. We need fun. We need party. We need all that. But but Paige does not bring it. Sierra does not bring it. Maya doesn't bring it. Kyle and Amanda. They're actually fun to watch, but no. Okay, yes. So you you guys heard me. So that's what I think I need. That's what the recast should be, in my opinion. Um, I don't think Andy likes Summer House because the other day he was on Not Skinny But Not Fat, which is a podcast that I love. And he said, she said, F, Mary kill. And she said, Summer House, Vanderpump Rules, and Real Housewives of something. I think Jersey. I can't remember. And he said, F, Vanderpump Rules. Totally makes sense. Marry Real Housewives and kill Summer House. I don't think he's into Summer House. Also, did you guys notice at the end of the episode, they had this like weird ass teaser for winter house. It didn't show even who was on the show. It just showed a bunch of people playing in the snow. He didn't even talk about it. And then went on to watch what happens live. I thought it was so weird. Now someone just asked, Ray just asked, what's up with below deck? Um, I started watching a little bit of the watch what happens live last night, like five minutes of below deck sailing yacht girls or whoever. And apparently this is a big show. So when I go to Israel, I can download a ton of shows, right? Should I be downloading? Actually, where am I going to download? I don't even have an iPad anymore. Lance, are you still here? Where am I going to be watching shows? Or is it because I'm going to be like having my own TV? They'll just have a bunch of shows there. But I'm wondering, like, should I watch the whole Below Deck sailing yacht? Do I need to start season one? Like, where do I need to go? You guys tell me. Um, okay, so let's talk tomorrow because tonight we have the Real Housewives of New Jersey final reunion. Um, no, part two of the reunion, sorry. And um, and then tomorrow we can talk about that and then just get closer to the Vanderpump rules. Um, Thank you guys so much. Oh my gosh, you guys are giving me a time. I've watched a bunch of Below Decks in the past. I just haven't watched Sailing Yacht and I haven't watched any of the more recent seasons. So um, I used to watch Below Deck Med, the one with Malia, right? Lance just said, yup. Like what, what is yup? Yup. Guys, I just want to do, say one little quick shout out. Yesterday on my Facebook group, the daily dose of Donna Facebook group if you haven't joined, make sure to join um, I asked you guys on there who wants to um, help me out while I'm in Israel because I need someone to kind of be the daily dose of Donna brand ambassador meaning show up on that Facebook group, post some good links re- respond to comments since I'll be traveling and and everywhere and I honestly I think that I think personally um I, I was blown away because like I got like 20 DMs from you guys saying like, please me, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. So I love you guys so much. I think the key for a show to grow, like Daily Dose of Donna, I think the key for a show to grow like this is to get people on board that become like your brand ambassadors. Like you guys are my dosers and I want you to know that this is not about me only, this is about me and you guys. I can't do what I'm doing unless you guys keep showing up every day and supporting me and so I am always insanely insanely grateful for you guys. Thank you so much. Yes, Ray and Lourdes, we will talk about this. Um, I appreciate you guys more than you know. So let's talk tomorrow. Thank you so much. Bye guys.